Avengers. Are y'all fucking hungry? That's Carol Baker and her cat overlords asking you to bring them the dog. Let's get sucked up into an awesome circle jerk conspiracy theory kind of episode of that strange show. Do you believe? Oh, I do. I do. Uh, and if you're wondering about those uh, melty looking white girl masks, make sure you check out our last episode immediately after finishing this one. But uh, bring your uh, big brain, though, because we tapped into Brandon Cronenberg's sci-fi horror mindfuck possessor. Wang out, baby. And let's not forget, this episode is brought to you by Deadly Grounds Coffee. GetDeadly.com. Grab a bag. That's right. Big old bag. Hey. What's up, what's guys? Up? What's up, guys? Been a little bit. Yeah, I mean, you know, makeup, working, COVID's a thing. Got canceled. Oh, I forgot. Yeah, because, oh, like, fuck. I've been asking the question, what's been canceled this week? And I think COVID, I, COVID got canceled. I did, I did not get the memo. So I will remember to still wear my mask. Only you can prevent a diarrhea. What have you guys been watching? Prodigal Son, HBO Max. It's got uh, Tom Payne from Walking Dead and Mr. Lou Diamond Phillips. Yeah. He's 60 years old and he's starting to, I think that they all start looking the same. The older actors, him, Benjamin Bratt, they all grow the goatee and play the grizzled cop in every role now. Yeah. Um, but it's pretty much a mix of Dexter and Law and Order. So far, what we've watched. Well, they, SVU. SVU. I well, mean, not SVU, when I say like, Law and Order, I mean more in the way that it's not like Dexter, Dexter, where it was like a whole season of one story. They solved the cases on every episode. So the next episode's another case, okay. which I kind of dig that because you can just watch a couple episodes and then little easier to step back from if that makes sense it's been pretty good so far though mm. definitely a recommend hbo max yeah it just started its second season i think so we i was like oh i'm gonna check it out because i had remember somebody bringing it up to me saying oh you like dexter you might like this oh you watch the walking dead this guy's on it so i'm like all right yeah so i totally forgot that they had like mentioned it and then i think i saw an ad for the second season i was like oh maybe it's a good time to check that out but yeah i was hooked on the pilot it's pretty good so far. The stand. Um, I want to specifically mention that I opted out of the final episode because the story ended. Yeah. The story ended. The story ended. I had read some stuff about how one of the big hangups for people was how it went beyond the story, and every single critic, every single person that like did a review on it, said totally unnecessary and not needed, especially at how long it already ran. Yeah. But uh, everything up to that, I agree with the reviews on it. Brad William Henke really fucking came through on this as Tom Cullen. I know that was something we had mentioned on this show. Yeah. Being nervous with that uh, with that casting. No, and it was good. He he laid waste to that role. It was he was perfect. And I wouldn't change anything that he did. He reinvented the character. He worked with the writing crew and the director. To, they wrote the character as the original style, and he didn't want to do it because he felt in 2020 and 2021 that it was a bit disrespectful. So he wanted to play the character more realistically, and it worked on every level for that character. Yeah, I'm only on episode one, but um, I liked I liked it a lot so far. From watching the first episode, it was kind of eerie about the whole uh, 
CDC lockdown thing and like all that shit. And... Yeah. And they jumped. They started it right in the middle of it. Yeah. Pretty and that, much. Yeah. You and know. I think I don't know if you remember us saying like we had watched it at first and then we shut off because we were like this is yeah. too much. Yeah. Because it premiered. Because back... it premiered what December of 2020. So it I was, was like right so, in the middle yeah. of. Right in the middle of it, and it was so eerily similar to the beginning of yeah. the COVID pandemic. Yeah. Where it was like, everyone's like, you're coughing. What's wrong with you? Yeah. yeah, yeah Except yeah. in that world, you were dead in three days. Truly. I mentioned to you uh, the secrets of Sulphur Springs for, like, the kids show thing. Oh, um, yeah. Uh, that's pretty good. It's got the uh, the girl from uh, Dr. Sleep. What's her name? Uh, Kylie, Kylie Curran. Yeah. But it's it's pretty good. It's uh you know, it's a kid show, but uh it's good to watch yep. with your you know, your young kids. So I got a seven year old and a twelve year old. So but it's it's spooky. Has some little spookiness. Yep. Spookiness to it. You know, you gotta give the kids a little corner. A little corner. Yeah. It's um, horror light. <laughs> yeah, horror light for sure. Start them off with like Beetlejuice, Gremlins, yeah, 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 you know. Yeah. The little, the little horror light. The gate. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. Also, non-horror stuff that I watched that um, was great that had, had been on my on my radar for a while. King of Staten Island. Did you guys watch that at all? No, but I watched that. I keep, like, I watched that other one. on it and then what continuing the hell was on. It? What the hell is that other one that's on Hulu? The one where he's the shitty boyfriend? Yeah, and he's, like, got the... Oh my god, why can't I literally King of Cyan Island, that was it was pretty good, but yeah, I recommend it. Uh I also watched the the Irishman. Finally watched it? Yeah. Um, I don't know how much of it is bullshit and how much of it is real, and I don't care to, like, dig deep into that, but right. what they presented was awesome to me. I liked how, you know, I the the, the, the young face stuff was creepy, but... Uh, weird, like they were yeah. wearing masks of yeah. themselves. Yeah, but uh, I looked past that, um, but I thought it was a good, like, narrative, you know, into that. I, I'm a sucker for mobster shit, and... You know, organized crime stuff like that. So, I enjoyed it. I I didn't go into it thinking I was going to, but uh, it was cool. We also enjoyed that. I just felt like it ran a yeah. bit long. Yeah, yeah. it was good. Well, on the on the young face thing, I wish they could have young the bodies up too, because they were young face guys walking around like eighty year old men. Yeah. Did you see the the? Uh, it's also on Netflix. There's like a companion, like a twenty minute thing where they're all sitting down, Scorsese and. Uh, uh, Pacino and uh, Pesci and De Niro, and they talked about that where, like, they would have to yell cut because, like, Pacino got up too slow. <laughs> and they're like, yeah. They're like, no, you're, thir- you're 40. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He's like, hey, man, uh, Hoffa in this scene, he's 40. And he's like, what? What happened? A little pep in your step. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then they would be like, oh, you got to sit up. You gotta sit up. Imagine more. the imagine the number of shitty death stares they get telling one of those three like you're yeah. you're you're moving too old. Yeah. Imagine saying that to Pesci's yeah. face. Well, Pesci was like he was like oh, in that if you watch it he's like uh, 
Because, you know, he quit not, or retired, I guess, uh, acting for a long time. And uh, he said that he was glad that he came back for the project. Um, and he was actually pretty cool because, like, I thought Pesci, you know, we know Pesci. He's always the explosive, you know, mobster type. And uh, I liked how he pretty reserved in the in this, this role as Russell. It was great. Yeah, I recommend it. I also revisited There Will Be Blood. I need help. I'm a sinner. I've let the devil grab a hold of me in ways I never imagined. I'm so full of sin. The Lord sometimes challenges us, doesn't he? Oh, yes, he does. Daniel, yes, he does. Yes, he does. You know, I've never actually oh. seen that. Dude, you have to. You have to watch it. It's fucking good. It's fucking good. Pretty, pretty good. But uh, I know that we watched one together. We watched one together? <laughs> GVK, bro. GVK. I do not care about the mixed reviews that I've seen online about it. Because there's, I've seen people be like, this movie's stupid and shit like that. Nah, this was nah. exactly what I thought it was going to be. This was shut your brain off. Yeah. And don't pay attention. I think I told you we were talking about it where I said, I really could have cared less about what was happening with the people. No, I didn't care. I didn't care. I told like I, I told thought it you, was like like are we just fulfilling a contract? I feel like okay, this is how I said like Godzilla and Kong can't talk. So like you need the human vehicle to be like we need to get Godzilla, you know, to do this and then King Kong, I think he wants to go home, right? And then you're like, yeah, here Millie Bobby Brown, here's 11 million dollars. You know, <laughs> to to do exposition for us cuz the kaiju can't tell you and then you find out that he can. Like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but you see, we needed the deaf girl. Yeah. To have that make sense. Because if it was, if there was no deaf kid and he suddenly started signing, yeah, yeah. he'd be asking questions. But I loved it, dude. It was fucking awesome. The, the fight scenes were great. The whole thing of, like, how they. Like the humor. Yeah, the humor was the good. Kaiju humor. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they uh brought in like you know they they did the whole thing like oh we can't contain them anymore because they they explained because we had this discussion was like dude on skull island he was you know a smaller stature well, he was baby kong yeah, yeah and then you know they're like you know they, they 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 had him in like a truman show type fucking setup you know that was how fucking big was that to contain him i'm like how know. Quick did they build that building? I don't know, but it was what like three years supposedly passed between or whatever yeah. it was, yeah, three yeah, to yeah. five years. So, but it was cool that he was smart enough that he knew he was in some bullshit made up environment because he threw that that tree into the sky and uh, like cracked the screen or whatever it was that's supposed to be the fake sky. I I just I absolutely love this universe's uh like the intelligence level that they put kong at yeah yeah cuz before he was just a, he was just a just a, like a dumb ape yeah. in the city loose kind of thing but this kong's got brains he's figuring out how to he's sharpening tools to throw them at the roof cuz he yeah, knows yeah. and then when you see the line of them 
Yeah. Going like he's been onto this. Yeah. So they definitely was... gave you more of like an emotional connection with him too. Yeah. That's the beauty of Carl. Absolutely, always. But I think my only thing, do you feel like there was enough Godzilla versus Kong? Like, do you feel like there was enough of the fighting? Like, um, considering that's the title of the film, I, I, I feel f- like you can you have to hold that kind of a fight back because yeah. those two could just just lay waste to a continent, right? Yeah, yeah. If they just kept going, like I felt they detailed like their their like pros and cons or weaknesses and strengths because right. uh, King Kong, if he didn't get help when they were out on the sea, he was fucking done. He was there. Godzilla was about to drown his ass. Oh yeah. So like, oh. but then when they met on land, it was a little more, you know, even, you know but, what I mean? Well, you got Godzilla. just, I mean, anybody, most people know this shit. I'm just rehashing shit. People know, but Godzilla is brute right. force. He's just like the end all be all. He doesn't move fast. No. But he move but it's just he's just destruction. He emits fucking he he blew a beam to the center of the earth. Oh yeah. All the way yeah, like, to hollow just, earth. All the way down. He's insane. But then God or but then you get Kong's got brains. Well that was the thing, like I was thinking like I was started thinking like was Godzilla because he first attacked the first base, and then you see, you know, because spoiler in three, two, one, Mechagodzilla's eyeball was in the facility where they were still building him. So, right. like, did Godzilla was Godzilla trying to bring Kong because he knew he was gonna need the help, or you know what I mean? Uh, like, I see. Now that's the thing is that, but we already you already did the spoiler thing. So in the end. They end up teaming up against Mechagodzilla. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think the whole point of it was is you were bringing two alpha fucking kaiju monsters. Yeah. To together, there's gonna be that they were they even put it in the plot. They're like, you gotta understand, we don't know what's gonna fucking happen if yeah. they end up in the same place. They got a they got a rivalry that's that's yeah. a millennia back. Yeah. So they have that natural. Fuck alpha you. instinct yeah. fuck you attitude like two strangers on the street that are yeah. just like what would you say you do here that's just what it was until i think maybe it came to a mutual understanding yeah that's what i that's that they're both like all right but fuck that thing yeah yeah and then it just ended with them going good looks bro and yeah yeah you. it was legit like they dapped each other and then they're like all right i'm gonna go back out to see and then you go do whatever you're going to do with your humans. But that was the thing, because, like, you know, um, it was cool to see that Kong had a throne. He was, like, they showed that. You know what I mean? Like, there's... He, inherit, he inherited. Yeah. So it was cool to see that 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 part of it, too. But, um, but yeah, um, I would definitely, the whole time I was watching it at home, because I watched it on HBO Max, I was like, I need to see this on a theater at some point in my life. That's the problem, though. That's the problem with watching this shit on in the like. It's awesome to be able to watch this shit at home and not yeah. have to go to the movies and stuff. Yeah. And we're already paying and we're getting it for free with the service. Mm-hmm. And they even give it a limited run. I believe yeah. they give it and then it gets pulled and then you got to pay for it. Right? Yeah, you gotta, yeah it I goes, think that's what it does. They get like a I want to say a 30 day run. 
Because I know the first thing that they dropped was Tom and Jerry, and that's gone. Fuck that movie. Oh, you watched it? No, just fuck that movie on, on that premise. Just, it just looks stupid. <laughs> uh, made me think of that Brendan Fraser fucking Looney Tunes back in action movie. Yes. Like, just why? Why is this? And is Chloe Grace Moretz really hurting for work that bad that she's that young and already doing the fucking... She's going the James Marsden route. I believe you get your ass kicked saying something like that, man. So I think they get about a 30-day run, and then they send them, like, maybe that's a deal they got worked out with the studios. Yeah. I didn't get to see King of Monsters in theaters. No. And I'm still kidding. No, and I'm still kicking myself over that because that's all everybody said was these these are movies that are made to be seen. Yeah. Like, sure. I'd want to see this one, like, in IMAX. Yeah, for sure. I have yet to get to go watch anything modern in an IMAX. Last thing I saw had that Leonard Nimoy, Bob Shabop sound check. And if you, I know you know what I'm talking yeah, about, yeah, Angel. Yeah. That. Fucking one of the next ones dropping, fucking Mortal Kombat, and I can't wait to talk about that on the yeah, show. And yeah. I really hope that we good. just have that we have good shit because it could be bad. It could be, but it could be like good, bad. It could be, but it could be phenomenal too. Yeah, yeah. So, but uh, yeah, I'm sure everybody's seen Godzilla versus Kong. But if you haven't yet, go watch that. Um, also, I just want to give a shout out to the last blockbuster documentary. I don't know if you guys have seen that yet. Uh, made me cry. Oh, the cat. Oh, you know what? I've That's another one that I landed that. on and kept going. That's the yeah. Kevin Smith one, I've right? Yeah, it one. made me cry. Like, uh, I'm not even gonna bullshit. Oh, no. Yeah, it was like, cause it brought me back to like the times where like, like my mom was like, like always wanting to go Friday nights, get a pizza. Yeah. You know, grab a couple movies, a video game, and just chill for the whole weekend. You're watching a documentary about pretty much the death of our childhood. Well, that was the thing, because like, I know that Blockbuster was this huge corporation or ended up being this huge corporation, that, and it bought up a lot of mom-and-pop shops, but I still feel like yeah. like what they were talking about and then like that, that family environment is what hit me from it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it was cool. It was cool seeing you know the, the blue and yellow in the store and all that. But I recommend did, it. Did you, now that we're talking about that, did you have a mom and pop shop that you went to to get your videos, or were you a blockbuster kid? Uh, I was a blockbuster dude, but there was, uh, and I don't know how big they were, but there was like West Coast videos. Yep. Um, that I would oh, frequent yeah, uh, as well. And then there was, uh, then there was like this little hole in the wall on Pasco Road that I think is still there, but I think it's a smoke shop now. But that was mostly pornos, and that was like later, <laughs> later, later in my life, mom and pop shop. What was Tom Cochran doing in a porno movie? How did Madonna help Martika go number one? Mandy, same blockbuster West Coast video, but also. There was another one. I can't remember the name of it, but there was a smaller one in town that I would frequent with my mom all the time. And I remember one time they had a poster and like this weird, like little like bendable toy thing that they were like getting rid of. And I was in there and I was a kid and I was like, can I have that? See, that's the thing. I think I think I brought this up to Angel. 
uh, was, uh, it was something I missed is uh, my town. I live, I grew up in a uh, fucking farm town, which mm-hmm. both of you know. Yeah. And blockbuster, the closest blockbuster was like a 20 minute drive away versus we had two mom and pop video stores yeah. in town. We had Southwick video and we had gristmill video. Southwick video was literally somebody's house. That's now, That's now for some fucking reason, it's a Dunkin' Donuts, and I don't understand how the hell that That's happened. That's fucking cool, though. But they, um, they it added was, it on. It, that it was. It was no, they took a floor off. Oh. It was two floors, but it was somebody's house, awesome. and you went in, and the whole like interior of the house, they hollowed it out and turned it into like a small scale. Like you could tell, like they hand did this shit. Yeah, yeah. Shelving, but that's I, that's my my one of my most vivid memories from being a kid is going into that one and um not being allowed in the horror section oh because it was a mom and pop shop yeah. and nobody under the age of 17 they had they it was weird they had the r-rated movies separated from okay. everything else so okay. that you had to be 17 to go over there because according to the lady that was there all the time some of the covers for those get a little racy, yeah. right? And they don't want the kids to see them. So this they is never... very true. I have many which is, covers of things which that is, are hidden. Which is funny because the upstairs floor was porno. Dropping loads that cover your face, you kind of baby. Dropping loads that you nasty that door yeah yeah yeah. that's where we store empty boxes yeah i remember like uh west coast videos like doorway into the porno area was like saloon doors yeah 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 that's That's, i think that was like the go-to doors or beads it was always the sleaziest door there's always like a fucking weird colored light and like fucking red always like a red light fog machine (laughs) and always like a always somebody coming out of there like like, sweating, like, like a sweating and running by like a, really quick. Like a celebrity <laughs> trying to get out of the police station and not get photos taken. Yeah, they're they're right to the front with a stack. My favorite one was Grist that was the one that didn't give a shit and had everything by release. And that's where I remember seeing the cover for like Pet Cemetery 2 and wanting to like that was a gilded. I wanted to see it because it said hell on the cover. Let's raise some hell. And I had the kid from Terminator and I knew that he swear he He'd swear, oh, okay. and uh, he's so that was bad. Just, I remember, like their horror section was the first section when you walked in. I can remember it right now, just in That's my awesome. mind's eye. Like as soon as you walked in the door, the whole wall of horror movies, and it was done by release date. But they would always give me posters, and that was something. Yeah. I, that was something that you never could. Blockbuster those made you pay for those. Would, yeah, things. they would have them on sale. You, on the like this one, you used those to be able to get the give big you ones. stuff. Oh, really? The big window ones, and you'd go in and you'd tell them, "Can I have that?" And if you were willing to wait like a month, right? Yeah, yeah. When the, they'd roll, yeah. they'd they'd go and write your name on the bottom corner of it, and they'd roll it up, and nice. let, and you'd come in in a month, and they would just give it to you. Nice. So I guess it was whenever they got new ones then. Right. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure for, like, the marketing cycle. Once right, they were right, done right, with right. It. But I completely hate the fact that my daughter's going to grow up in a world without fucking video stores. You know cause... what, though? She's been in a Blockbuster, not that she would remember it. But no. She was... We frequented Blockbuster yeah. when we moved to Westfield. It still was there. Yeah, I took it in one time. Yeah, yep. It's They'll never up. remember, but they did... 
foot into one. So yeah, that's but I, think. Legit, I think he was like four or five. Um, yeah, they were little. Yeah, and I, I was so excited because like I hadn't lived in that area for a while, and then one day I saw yeah. they were going out of business around that time. So I was like, oh, let me stop in and see what they got. I bought a bunch of DVDs and VHS yep. stuff. But like yeah, I was I think- just like, dude, man, like you know, this was a, like a big thing. That was, was our last yeah. blockbuster in the area. Yeah. Funny side story. Ooh. Me and Mandy used to know a guy that dumpster dope yeah. behind blockbuster. The blockbuster. And he would, we would like go to his house. He'd be like, you want some DVD? And he'd be like, do you want a DVD? And we'd be like, what do you mean? And he'd hand he'd us come out with like, like a, a stack a of foot them, and a half but they wouldn't have boxes. No cases. It was all of the ones that they gave the blockbuster to play. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And they just and every month they would throw them in the dumpster, uh, and he would just go there and just grab all of them. We used to have our first apartment. We had like a fucking CD. We're like fucking. One of those we're spindles, poor. All right, let's the CDR spindle filled like, with DVDs. Got? Yeah, yeah. No, I think we still have some because I ended up never returning some red box it. movies, and, and we kept the cases. The mother of tears. Yeah, Dario. We like I like drew on them to make them into movie cases. Yeah. Yeah. Back in those days. Back yeah. in the day. Back we in the young. day. Woo! All right, you you guys know uh, Fred Armisen, right? Of course. <laughs> All right, so there's a new show, I think, incidentally, on HBO Max, so sponsor us, uh, called uh, Los Espookies. Wait, what? Los Espookies. You already have my attention. Fred yeah. Armisen and the word spookies. Dude, it is, so far, I'm like four episodes in, it's pretty fucking good it's like a mix of uh spanish and uh english fred armison mm-hmm. speaks perfect spanish in this right but it's like a group of friends uh they start a business of like doing like uh like haunts for special events um and then they end up getting hired to do like specific like there's there, there's a cool one because they always harken back like oh like that movie house on haunted hill where they do like if you survive the night like the stuff like that that's some of the premises um but yeah surprise i just threw it on um and it's a, it surprised me but um yeah i recommended it. um it's got the dude julio torres uh anna fabrega and fred armison it's created by uh by fred armison and the the two main characters but uh and i it's uh lauren michaels is a producer on it is nice. it is it because uh, it's Fred Armisen? Is it bizarre comedy or is it straightforward? It's uh, it has a lot of quirkiness, like like would you put it like it's like a Portlandia kind of thing, like with all, almost that dry sarcasm? Uh, what's his other show that he's on? Where they're dead? Where they're the good, dead? The good place, I think it's called. I don't think so. <laughs> it's got uh, it's subtitled and all that shit even the the english is subtitled to spanish once it flips so <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> funny yeah that's awesome. so it's cool so like you know my kid as i'm watching it with aiden and uh you know he's he has to read along but like i can just listen to the whole show as as it right. is you know what right. i mean so it's it's pretty cool i recommend it i also watched the kitty documentary that's on amazon prime like, right now oh, like, like the band nice. like the band kitty yeah I, I, nice. I threw it on because I want it seemed like something interesting to watch like 
and it was it was it was uh very interesting how they came to be and like all the shit they did like behind the scenes of like why they tried different styles of music and like people influencing them and like all the shit it's pretty interesting That's cool. like i like i like out. the music stuff like that i recommend it it's streaming right now what about creep show holy fucking shit yeah this was particularly right up my alley yeah which you know <laughs> um wow uh obviously we're going to talk about the first one first so mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. let's let's do that and then i'll gush about the other one with uh what's his name uh De kevin dylan from the blob which he was also great is matt Dill matt dylan's lesser known brother yeah but he i dude i love that how he played the fucking stupid fucking like stepdad but he wasn't a stepdad he was like step uncle right. I I want to say that this was a, this was a segment that was so on the nose. It seemed cookie cutter. It was it wasn't particularly uh, particular particularly particularly. I can't say it. Particularly. Particularly. Yes, that word. I it wasn't unpredictable. It kind of played the way that you saw. It like coming, yeah. But the way that they did it was just this was so makeup heavy, yeah. And it was, yeah. I have to say, this might be my favorite Gill Man. I did, I did that, enjoy that. I mm. when it first popped out, I was like, is that CGI? And then they showed it, and it wasn't, and I lost my mind. Yeah. Like who the fuck? And I love how they that? kept the makeups true to the time yeah. like of how the monsters would have looked in the 70s like i felt like yeah. that was fucking cool yeah Frankenstein. like when he when he would have been reading the comics like yeah. what those and what those like to, like the figures would have looked like yeah that was my only thing that i didn't the like color about scheme all of it like i thought Why? that was cool was not frank was not i didn't not like frankenstein i wanted more of him yeah, and I was hoping he was gonna pop up, like like almost like the monster mash was was, yeah. was about to happen on Kevin Dillon, yeah, which yeah. it did. I feel like they could have had a lot did you, more with Frank in there. Yeah, did you notice Frankenstein's teeth match the little kid's teeth? Yes. Which was like I I was like they have the same fucking teeth, so it was like a kind of personification of like I wish I was a big Frankenstein so I could fucking crush you right now. Did you cool. catch the milk carton? I did. Yeah. In the fridge. I yep. did catch the milk the milk carton. There was yeah, a lot was of there was a lot of fucking tips. Kate, well that one that's yeah, that one sprinkles. That one made me do the DiCaprio with the TV. Yeah. <laughs> in case anybody missed it, in the refrigerator is a is the milk carton from Lost Boys. Yeah. With a laddie on it. Yeah. And I was just like, that's so fucking random. Yeah. That that's like it's almost like, hey, I got this prop, and they're like, throw it in the fridge. People will get a like they know people will get a kick out of it. But you had to look. Like if you weren't looking in the fridge, you wouldn't have even noticed it. Yeah. No, there was a lot of. Uh, I don't. I, I I just I enjoyed the the fuck out of that. I I felt like like you said, it felt like it was gonna be a little 
cookie cutterish and it did have like a flow by the numbers type of deal you know like we which we've, we've seen this uh the manifestation of the voodoo doll uh right. in creep show in creep show yeah. but also we've seen it on uh tales from the tales from the hood the monster you know he does the drawing and crumbles them up and oh stuff my like God, that that flew right over my head um you know what though i will say we haven't seen it that often though yeah, yeah. to where it's not overused like yeah. i love that it was a callback to i felt like it was a callback to the first creep show movie yeah, yeah. So, like that was almost like because he ordered it from creep show yeah, yeah. like so this kid ordered like... the same thing or almost the same thing for yeah. like the updated version of it yeah i like how it ended where she's like, she comes home and Kevin Dillon's ripped apart. And she's like, oh, my God. And he's like, have a seat. Full character. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, just cool. Yeah. yeah. And uh, if you notice, when they show his, the, the little statue of Kevin Dillon ripped apart and then, you know, Merman and the mummy. Behind that was a new, the skater boy fucking. Yeah. Getting ready, like, ready to be unboxed. I was like. Awesome. Now let's talk about the second. Yes. I don't know who you are, sir. But if you're not going to behave, I you to leave. That just steamrolled into Evil Dead like goodness. Like the greatest half hour I've seen in Dude. a long time. The, the 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 station Fucking it was in Bob Ross. Yeah, Bob Ross. We got a, a Miss Rogers neighborhood type character. Yep, yep. Uh, Antiques Roadshow. Antiques yep. Roadshow. Uh, then it's like a nod to Romero too because the station it's it's uh, in yep. the town that he was from. And then obviously you know the dark arts, the fucking <laughs> Necronomicon. The second that I saw. The Necronomicon being yeah. the item he was looking at. We were like, please. I know. I didn't even, it didn't even occur that to me. I, I was just like, that's fucking funny that they brought that. Yeah. No. It's Ted Raimi as Ted Raimi. Yeah. As young Ted Raimi. So I'm like, is this like a, supposed to be Ted Raimi when they made Evil Dead? And he was bringing in a prop He's from like, the yeah, movie. check this out. But yeah. then they spun it into the no. real thing. Right, right. But the fact that they turned Bob Ross into Ash. Pretty much. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. Fucking just all of the evil dead. Like, Dude, I, love, I mean, he. I don't know how. I mean, I understand how the they got permission. Groovy, to do. Right? When he says groovy. It was yeah. everything. Every little move was fucking was evil awesome. dead. When he fucking. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. He fucking steps on the plank and it shoots the fucking shit into his hand and he fucking blows the thing. Any little slapstick fucking. Yeah. And the fucking the marionette. Fucking dead eight fucking the glass shards being shot and how they're just back and forth with it over and over and over again. Yeah. yeah. I liked uh when he uh he did, you know, Bob Ross. Um yep. when he says, you know, you gotta dip dip it in a little kerosene and then you uh, you gotta beat the de- you gotta beat the devil out of it. <laughs> Which is like I'm a just... legit Bob, Bob Ross, Ross fucking line. <laughs> that he Fuck whispers it. it to him, I'm gonna beat the devil out of you. Uh, I just, I didn't know that I could squirt until I saw this fucking segment. <laughs> That's gross. But, shocker, fucking had oh. to change the sheet. Nah, dude, I was I was telling you, because, like, I, 
I posted a, you know, a little screenshot of like the 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 animation in the beginning, and and then I, then you're like, dude, Creep Show two, uh, episode one. I said I yeah. just finished it, and then like yep. 25 minutes later, you're like, fuck you, fuck off. <laughs> and then you sent me like Evil Dead gifs, and I'm like, yeah, buddy, yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> Like, the whole first 10 minutes of it, I'm like, there's no, no fucking way. Yeah. Oh, God, he's reading from it. Yeah. yeah. Like, it just kept building up. Like, they like, knew yep. what, like, people at home what we were going to be doing at that point. Yeah. Like, I freaking like, out. Yeah. And then even Ted's like, hey, man, um, maybe not read off of that thing. And he's yeah. Like, oh, it says here. Uh... Yeah. I'm. I'm just glad that they I'm I don't want to say I'm glad, but I don't think any of us could have handled if they dropped Bruce Campbell into the middle of it. Oh, I think yeah. heads would have fucking exploded. That would have been out of control. But yeah. they got a groove they even got the groovy in. Yeah, yeah, they did. The cameraman said that. I loved that. Yeah. Fucking just the whole thing. It's just it was so fucking awesome. It was nuts. And uh, I really am excited to see where they're gonna go. I just hope because that they keep that's the how same. they let it. Yeah, I just hope they keep the same energy throughout the season. It's going to be tough. Yeah. Because that was a fucking kick-in-the-dick fucking opener. I was Nobody, like, I don't think they told it. I don't think there's been any hint prior to the episode coming out that there was Evil Dead. No. Like, they no. sat on that shit hard. And uh, the dude from uh, that, I don't know if you know the comic book, Scud, he was involved in that, that segment, uh, which is cool. Um, uh, Kevin from Wicked Horror was telling me. Yeah. yeah. So, but uh, yeah, watch it. Awesome. I can't wait to see what's next. Now this is now just to just to refresh my memory because it's been a little bit. It's weekly, right? Yeah, yeah. 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 And what day did that come out on? Uh, I believe that was uh, Thursday or Friday. It's Thir- the, so I think the next one comes out the eighth. So uh-huh. that would be that would be I a think Friday. it premiered premiered the first. Was the first season two segments? Yes. Yeah. Why don't I remember that? I felt like they that's were all the wrong. You were like, oh, there's two. I'm like, that's how it's been. Or yeah, one. every, I, I think it's going to, you said the eighth is the next one? Is it the eighth? Yeah, so it's going to be every Thursday then, if it, if it okay. premieres, so, which is fine, which is fine, you know? It's just awesome, you know, what? it's just awesome on top of it because everything, I like we were cracking jokes about COVID disappearing, but stuff's starting to come back on. Yeah. Like it's yeah. been a year of nothing new. There's been no new music. There's been no new movies. All this. Yeah. Every show like ended like fucking five months ago and then nothing. And then it's just been reruns of everything since. You said no new music, but uh, our buddy uh, Ricky well. uh, just put out a new record, him and his band Intercourse, Rule 36. Grab that at uh, intercourse.bandcamp.com. American yes. Horror Story. Uh, they that's announced good. their uh, season 10 titled, and I saw people were like, oh, that's bullshit. Uh, fucking stupid. It's called Double Feature. Oh, I think I read about what they're doing. Are you. Are they doing two. Two horrifying stories. Yeah. I see here it says one by the sea and one by the sand. So is it going to be vampires and sirens? 
That'd be cool. We pretty much have already like banked yeah. on sirens. Yeah. yeah. The but uh, yeah, but there. there's also an awful lot of vampire hints. That too, yeah. yeah. So it is maybe both. Yeah. Now, does this mean we're gonna have twice as much getting rushed through in the last three episodes? I hope not. Like these got, stories are already these stories already like get overly complex and drawn out as yeah. yeah, and that's the thing, like every time it's like, dude, you got two episodes and then it's like, Oh no, we're gonna kill everybody. And then you'll be okay with that. I keep bringing it up, but Freak Show, they fucking... Yeah, they killed everybody. Three episodes left, and they literally wiped out 75% in the first four minutes of the episode. Yeah. So, yeah, so that got announced. And then he also put out a question uh, here. And Ryan Murphy says the universe is expanding, and he has a question for us. Uh, So it says here uh, uh, on Twitter... And Instagram, he says, comment on which story you would like to see the most. Catching a graphic featuring themes like aliens, Christmas horror, piggy man, and sirens. So it says uh, the tweet includes the hashtag HS double feature, suggesting this has something to do with the recently named 10th season. Aliens, Christmas horror, Bloody Mary, piggy man, sirens, or the plague. So he's, I guess he's leaving it up to the general populace. So then they would be like, hey, you guys picked aliens. I don't like that at all. <laughs> that just tells me he's running out of fucking ideas. Hey, you guys pick one. Or, you know. Uh, there's a little comment under this article that says, bring back the anthologies. Folks are tired of series that go on and on with the same characters, which eh, I don't agree with that 100%. Uh, they can't even be watched in syndication. It's either binge watching or forget it. So do you think he's trying to kind of dip his toes into maybe the possibility of anthologies within the series, like doing different, you know, maybe a few different stories per season. If they brought in a bunch of big, a bunch, not even big name, a bunch of like upcoming, like known name writers to write segments for this. Yeah. That might be a thing. Mm -hmm. But at this point, it's kind of like you've been on for a while. It might be time. So I just feel like I wonder if he's gathering. Okay, you want to see this? You want to see this? All right, let's do this story. This story. I don't know. We'll see what Could happens. I think he's got enough cash cows going. He's even got a new American like crime a test story run here. Like, let's try two different things in one and see how well it does. Could be that. I mean, you know. But uh, yeah, I guess look out for that. I know Macaulay Culkin is going to be involved. Yeah. To some extent. Bumping that out, should be interesting. Uglies with Kathy Bates. Yeah, slapping, slapping. Titties. I mean, he's gonna be, he's gonna be going. Ah! Speaking of hot tubs, a woman finds a mysterious, creepy, bright light coming from the plug hole of a hotel bathtub. Did you guys, you guys hear about this? I certainly did not. Uh, so I saw this on the internet here on the side part here. So it says. Many people have been trying to guess what the strange light coming from beneath the plug hole of a woman's hotel bathtub. Sounds like a camera. No, thanks. Yeah. So it says uh, photographs show the bathtub plug hole with a perplexing glowing light shining from underneath. The light is a bright orange color and reflects into the bathtub. One woman suggested most hotels have a chase between the rooms where all the mechanical systems are exposed so they can be maintained. If the trap in the tub is plastic and the maintenance person left the light on, 
it'll be visible in your room. That's probably what's happening here. But just, <laughs> I would be freaked the fuck out. Yeah. If I if I rented a hotel room and I walked in there, and it was just fucking little spotlight from the fucking hole. <laughs> I'd fucking oh. cover it up with I'd stuff something, and they'd be like, you know what? I'm not gonna use that. So, I'm just gonna get another room real quick. So because Try myself to sleep. Because you know people are speculating, you know that it's like you know spy hole against spy down or whatever. Because right. Uh, last I think a couple months ago there was a woman. There was another story of a woman who shared uh, a creepy apartment. Uh, she found a like uh, an apartment behind a mirror that was glued to her wall. Yeah. Yep. And. Uh, yeah, she said Fucking that the apartment crazy. in New York was always cold no matter what she did. Uh, yep. And then uh, she said it would it was, like, into her bathroom. It was weird. There was, like, a chair. It was a whole other little small apartment. Hello! There's a room back there. It's got Gary Busey living in it. Ah. Speaking of Gary Busey, uh, RIP to uh, makeup effects artist Cleve Hall. Um, he yeah. passed. Yeah. He passed. So, that was a big one. Yeah, he's a well-known, you know, if you're into uh, old-school horror, Ghoulies, Reanimator, Demon Wind, which you've covered. Yes. Uh, Terror Vision, all that stuff. He also had a show on uh, Sci-Fi, Monster Man. Yep, I remember that. He also has a daytime, he had a daytime Emmy Award for his work on Yo Gabba Gabba. That's right. Outside of the horror uh, genre as well as making props for Kiss, Insane Clown Posse, and Alice Cooper. Ooh. Big adventure. He was Godzilla. He was the Godzilla TV's Big Adventure. There you go. Funny. So RIP to him. Uh, watch one yeah. of his movies in celebration. Two Side Squad. I think a dude got eaten by a shark in this trailer. I haven't watched it. You want to watch it? I do, actually. Hey, if you have a milkshake, and I have a milkshake, and I have a straw, there it is. That's a straw, you see. Watch it. My straw reaches across the room and starts to drink your milkshake. I drink your Milkshake. I drink it up. Yeah. So red band trailer, huh? Yeah. That was fucking nuts. Yeah. I'm so. actually very happy with what James Gunn's doing with it. Yeah. Yeah. We got uh, R rated R rated R rating. So that's good. I just I have to point out that fucking John Cena is exactly how I hoped he would be in this. Yeah. Yeah. He plays Peacemaker. I don't think he could play anything other than, like, that dry. Yeah. That was a little funny when, uh, when what's his name, uh, Idris Elba was like, yeah, go eat a bag of dicks. And then he's talking about an island full of dicks <laughs> and how long it would take him and why would anyone I believe he said, do that. If this whole beach was covered in dicks and somebody told me that eating every one of them would be in the name of liberty, I would do it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So it's got Margot Robbie, obviously, uh, Viola Davis, Joel Kinnaman, Jai Courtney, David Dalshman. Uh, I believe he plays uh, 
the uh, Polka Dot Man, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, Daniela Melchor, Steve Agee, uh, Idris Elba, John Cena, a bunch of people. And then uh, we got Juan Diego Boto. I saw him in there. He's from uh, Beelzebuth with, uh, uh, what's that, the, the Jigsaw Man, Tobin Bell. Tobin Bell. Yeah, but we got Michael Rooker. So that's cool. Look at Pete Davidson's randomly in it. Yeah. Uh, and then King Shark uh, is voiced I'm by. S- did you see who he's voiced by? No. Sylvester Stallone. Oogie's ringing that bell. I can't concentrate. It's over, Rock. That's awesome. They also made him dumb as hell. Yeah. He's just. A, yeah. Every time they show him, he's like fucking eating something. He's eating yeah. somebody. Yeah. So, and I his, believe he went num noms. Yeah, num noms, and he said hand, and she goes, yeah. "Viola, is like, yes, that is your hand." And he, <laughs> fuck, I believe he stretches out like he did something. Yeah, but it's cool because it, it, he eats a dude in there, but then he also rips a guy in half the long yeah. way. So he's clearly the brute. Yeah. So I'm I excited. Like, do you see the shorts he's got on? Yeah. He's got Bermuda shorts on with a belt. Yeah. The best. Uh, I'm excited. Um, because yeah. the first Suicide Squad was kind of bubblegum. Terrible. So we'll see. I hated it. And if I'm excited for this one. So we'll see what they do. But uh, check out the trailer. That rain is like angels splooging all over you. That's something Harley would say yeah. for sure. Gross. Yeah. yeah. I was like, what? Did she say they're <laughs> coming on them? Yeah, get into it. Nice little touch. She doesn't. She does. Harley Quinn doesn't know any Uh, better. No, she's uh, a. Doesn't give a shit. Yeah, I was going to say, she's unfiltered. Speaking of unfiltered. uh, Unfiltered. uh, Fetty Alvarez, right? And I don't know if this is. Didn't they already put this out? But uh, it is. It's supposed to be Old Man Leatherface. They started. I can't. I'm just. I don't. I'm. I I am a I'm I am a Texas Chainsaw fan with the, with the exception no. with the exception of the fucking remake mm-hmm. of the original. No, I yeah, don't like that no. movie, but I like the prequel. Yeah, yeah. And I didn't mind the uh, what was that? Just the young fucking Texas, the one Texas Chainsaw. I think it was called. No, I didn't see Young Leatherface yet because everybody told me don't watch it if you want Texas There's Chainsaw. No, I, I don't see a point in watching that movie. But um, I heard that movie's just fucked on its it own. It looks yeah, yeah. Just I heard it's fucked on its own. Terrible. Like the 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 story is fucked. But if you wanted, if you don't go into that wanting Leatherface, it's one of those everything leading up to it. Right. So, um, but uh, I did like the other one that came out that was, to me, the start of the Old Man Leatherface story, mm-hmm. which hopefully the new one will have a better plot yeah, yeah. and less plot holes. Like, when does this take place? Because y'all got iPhones. Yeah. 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 So, I don't know. It says, was... uh, it says you here. You can't get over that, Ryan. Yeah. I'm sorry. Nobody can't. Read the shit online. I know. So everybody's I know. like, I why know. they got iPhones? It's just it's like so, 1992. It's because it's yeah. so fucking ridiculously funny that you would have that big of a but fucking I love miss the, but in a I fucking love the, movie. Like, but I love the uh, concept of the old man leather. Yeah, face. no, yeah. totally. So it says uh, the movie is going to be a sequel to Toby Hooper's original classic. 
Um, so it says it's the, same, it's the same character. It is a direct sequel, and it is Old Man Leatherface. All right, hold on a second. I just want to poke a hole in this. Yeah. So are we just, so are they throw the last one that was the start of the Old Man Leatherface was already a direct sequel to the original Toby Hooper. Yeah. Uh so are we Halloween? Yeah, I, I think so. Like, Halloween yeah, in this, where we're we just like, to... oh, that never happened. Yeah, I think so. Fuck, this is old man Leatherface. That one's, that one's stupid. Yeah, you talking about that 3D? Yeah. Yeah. The one with fucking yeah. the one with uh, Alexandra Daddario and yeah. fucking Dan Yeager. With the ter- yeah, with the terrible writing. Yeah. Do you think? Cause yeah. Fucking. <laughs> He Bye never here. growled. Oh. <laughs> so um, it says here that everything is going to be classic, uh, old school yeah. gags. Uh, a lot of the approach that they had on uh, uh, Evil Dead, it says here, never VFX to do everything on camera. It's a very old school approach to filmmaking. Vintage lenses, uh, very similar to the original film. So. They're like, these keep flopping because they do keep flopping. They keep making them, but they keep flopping. And they keep trying different angles. This is the series that doesn't follow any canon. But I also think, Ryan, it goes back to what you were saying before about the other one, even though you can't go into things expecting to get the original of something. You know what I mean? Like, you have to just go into everything as its own. Well, I mean, they can't. It'll ne- nothing will be like the first well, one. That was pure gonzo film. But that's what yeah. I'm saying. Like I think everyone's always searching for that like next yeah. good thing. But it's never gonna live up to what we want it to live up no. to. So we need to just like get that out of our fucking heads. But I'd like and to just see watch it. shit. But I'd yeah, like to see sure. it. That's that's a series that strayed so far from the yeah. original. No, for real. Like stylistically, yeah, I, I'm on board for them to bring back that. I would love, right. to, I would love to see like the camera shots. Because that's what made it really. The also, camera shots yeah. is what always did it for me. It makes you almost nauseous watching it. But I'm hoping maybe they'll include a little bit, a little bit of that, or maybe experience won't let them do things with an inexperienced view. Right. Which is why I always thought about that the original is it turned out like that inexperience working in favor. Right. Yeah. Like, let's try this. I've never done this before. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? Zoom right up on the eye as close yeah. as you can go. On the eye? I fucking said the eye. Like, shit. Like, no yeah, one's yeah. done this. You're mad. Yeah. So, look out for that. Poster is always awesome looking. They, when they released it, I thought it was pretty cool. The whole, like, color motif on it. Yeah, it is cool. But, yeah, check that out. Old man. The uh, AARP Leatherface. Yeah. AARP. Uh, yeah. So, but uh, this one stuck out to me here. Showtime orders a pilot episode of a vampire series uh, for the uh, Let the Right One In with uh, Damien Bilcher uh, set to star. Do you guys like the remake, the original, like them both? I love both. I love both. I, they're a very eerie representation of the vampire yeah. story. I, it's, I honestly, that's one of those where I like the remake. They didn't stray away from the original they just went Mm -hmm. let's just make a love letter to it yeah pretty much the same movie yeah it is 
with a little bit of little tweaking here and there, maybe to give it a little bit uh, more flavor for uh, a newer audience. Yeah, for the American but, audience. But I am also on board for the idea of a series because there's a series there. Yeah, that's a story. That is a story that you could build a series out of. Like at the end of the movie, I would love to see him continue it on from the end of the movie. Yeah, where now they're these two are traveling together there's a whole world of opportunities discoveries of a vampire this kid getting into shit her having to fucking get him out of shit or they could get real fucking sick and twisted with a weird love story between them because that's really kind of the the uh let's for the sake of quoting angel and at the core yeah 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 yeah, yeah. is a fucked up love story they could find other vampires where it's does does she really love these guys Mm -hmm. or is she just using them to to be a familiar, but they're in love with her to the point where they'll kill people. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of thing. So I'm interested. I'm on board for that. Yeah. So it says uh, the series is going to center or around a father, Mark, uh, and his 12 year old daughter whose lives were changed forever 10 years earlier uh, when she was turned into a vampire locked in at age 12. Uh, perhaps forever. Eleanor lives a closed in life, only able to go out at night. While her father does his best to provide her with the minimal amount of human blood, she needs to stay alive. So it says the series is going to be both a love letter to the original and a story entirely on its own. Uh, And casting a true artist like Damien epitomizes her bold aspiration to be one of the most terrifying shows on TV and one of the most moving. So we'll see. Because like you said... It will be the at the core. Yeah, because like you said, I, I, I slightly enjoy... The original a little bit more, but I do like the the remake a lot as well. But I just yeah. there's there's just something about the original that had like a like the atmosphere was a little more darker and like right. just felt like that cold because it was Swedish. It just has like a heavier like you know the Swedes in those heavy yeah. darker yeah. No, but you that's know what, what I was... think. That's what I think of when I think of Sweden. Yeah. What? Fucked up country. Yeah, well, you know what I mean. Like it had like that cold. Like everything is cold, frozen, fucking. Yeah. You know? I honestly, I honestly can say I thought the two kind of were so similar that I enjoyed the the remake of it because I just felt the casting and it was great. Yeah, mm-hmm. the casting was great. I thought every character played the characters from the original very fairly. Yeah. No, I agree. I agree. I'm looking forward to that. I mean, they, it says it's only a pilot, so hopefully people flock to it and they order it, you know, full season. The only thing that bothers me is it might almost be too obscure to get picked up. Mm-hmm. Like, not enough people. Maybe. Yeah. Speaking of obscure, Evan Peters set to play uh, All right. Jeffrey Dahmer's, bro. Fucking lobster boy. You there, frustration. Who, me? You have the physique of Atlas. Thanks. I work out. <laughs> Make poses with me. Yep, there he is. Uh, you got the job, buddy. Yeah, so we had speculated uh, a while back whether your Disney boy was going to get the the role, but... And I still say he should have gotten it. Uh, I don't know. I like he doesn't have the uh, hype. That Evan Peter ha- Evan Peters has and, right now, and you just answered the million part, dollar question. That's part of what it is, a hundred percent. 
Why? Is they know Evan Peters is, is going to pull. pull. Yeah. Yeah, 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 he's got the draw. Yeah. Of course. I mean, you know, but he's also a good fit for it. I he's think. got. I think uh, I, looks wise, and yeah. I think his demeanor as well will it, it'll work. It'll yeah. work. If you click on the the uh, you know the the link from iHorror here. Uh, oh yeah, that side by side. Yeah, he's got the dead eyes. He's got the the, the little the little uh, sleepy eyes. It's gonna be another when fucking Zac Efron played Ted Bundy. Don't say that because that was one of the biggest letdowns. That was like one of the biggest letdown films of my life. I mean, I don't, I didn't think it was the greatest, but it was, it wasn't, it wasn't him. It was the story. It was her story of perspective of it. And that's what, but I do think that he did do a good job portraying Ted Bundy, but, and I also feel like this is going to work. Yeah. I think this will work. Evan Peters as Dahmer. Monster, the Jeffrey Dahmer story. Oh, it says, uh, Ross Lynch, Jeremy Renner have played him at one point. Now Peters will be added to that list. He'll work work once again with American Horror Story creator Ryan Murphy on this one. Both Murphy and Ian Brennan will head this one up. <clears throat> so Niecy Nash will play a lead female role in the role in the series. Yeah. Uh, she will play Glenda Cleveland, according to Variety. Cleveland was Dahmer's Love her, neighbor. by the way. Yeah. So uh, she was she was the one that put the uh, FBI on the trail of Dahmer, who was constantly mm-hmm. ignored by law enforcement. She also may or may not have been fed a human at some point. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Here, try the try this casserole. Definitely. He used to bring her food. Yep. Yeah, yeah. I and think I don't think she I think that was one of those where they were like, Do you think he gave you some he like fed you a person? And she was like, I don't wanna I know. Fucking hope not. <laughs> like yeah. I need to live my life and I don't not think I knowing. can do that knowing that I ate human oh. flesh at one point. You would know. Like yeah. you'd be yeah. like, This meat's real different. Like oh. what do you think he fed you a human back? Wow, this is real good. Where'd you get this? The interview's from? over. Yeah, it's all in the marinade. Yeah, so uh, like you would know something tastes like off. No, I heard we taste like 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 uh, mixed between like uh, you heard uh, like uh, like a little bit like a pork and a chicken. We have a we have a uh, from what I understand we have a pork consistency. Yeah, yeah, and a chicken taste, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and we smell like. Steak. Yeah. So order uh, order up. Order up. Surf, all your meat. Surf and turf. A little bit that. of everything right there. We get that. Chicken and your steak. Little shrimp. Little shrimp. That's going to be soylent green, man. That's going to come yeah. through at some point. They're going to be like, you like all the meats. Now here's one meat with yeah. all of them. You know that beyond meat, we, we went beyond. Yeah. You don't want to know that's from beyond the armpit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where that's from, from beyond the grave. Yeah. So look out for that. Ryan Murphy's busy, yeah, bro. Yeah. I'm gonna say busy. it. I'm just gonna say it. He doesn't have time to write the ending. The Ryan he doesn't have time to write the ending. You <laughs> lost me. You lost me at the Ryan Murphy. Now I'm worried they're gonna He's take like, this I story and over-sexualize it. it and fucking. Well, I can't I mean, improve your story. I don't have time. Well, I mean, just write whatever. Write whatever, and I'm okay with it. Yeah, it doesn't I mean, have to match up to the rest of it. What are you gonna We're say? Good. There was sexuality involved yeah i mean he was he was stir frying dicks bro when they fucking kicked the door but i don't think i think ryan murphy might end up putting like trying to go how can we make this sexy uh let's put him in a gimp suit and then have a ghost fuck him that's what i'm saying like he's gonna be like it wasn't my fault it was lady gaga over there yeah yeah yeah. his freezer and then we'll have the writers from fargo come in and write a line about fucking getting a thumb up your ass there you go 
Oh, my God. So, yeah, but uh, look out for that. And uh, speaking of thumb up your ass, did you uh, did you guys see that the Space Jam A New Legacy fucking dropped? Shh. Be very, very quiet. I'm hunting rabbits. <laughs> What's up, Dak? at it i'm just Is gonna really let you bad? know now that i have like absolutely zero interest i in this i do not as i don't have any interest in this i just wanted to take a look at it and they did Consider. what i thought they were gonna do and i i hate it i'm not it's just fucking dumb so they uh they, they did a sonic and the hedgehog fucking cgi at, job to everybody let me look at it god damn it ron james ron james uh i mean you yeah, watched the trailer he was not invited no i didn't see him anywhere i think he's, uh, he was he was not allowed he was he's been canceled he has been canceled and put away <laughs> um but yeah uh i thought it was uh i was like oh don Cheadle. okay okay don Cheadle. Yeah. Uh, and then I was like, you know, I think Ryan said something before we started recording. Ready Player One. Little. Yeah. There and, then, was, yep. and then I was like, oh, th this is a movie where WB shows us everything they own. Okay. This is cool. So, <laughs> and then, then they fucking CGI'd like. Terribleness. Terribleness. Yeah. Like. For, it like, was bad. I was like, hmm. I don't know how I like, how I like this where they're giving that, right. uh. That uh, Sonic the Hedgehog fucking CGI treatment, the Bugs Bunny. I wish yep. they kept them uh, the 2D instead of trying to. Yeah, you know, I agree. Yeah, because uh, oh. what Ryan? I, I don't know. I have You're a making lot of noises. I just have a <laughs> lot. I was grilling that trailer. You yeah. were, and I because I, I love Space Jam. Yeah, I fucking doesn't. love Space Jam. Yeah, but no. Like, this just looks bad. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. I guess, I mean, it could be fucking dope. I know that at some point in it, like, I think the mask and Pennywise pop up. I'm not kidding. Come on. Yeah, I'm not kidding. They're in the, they brought in. Did we watch the same They brought trailer? in Jim Carrey and put him in the mask makeup, and they brought in fucking What's-His-Face and put him in the Pennywise makeup just to have them for, like, audience reactions. Oh, okay. Huh. Because they're all owned by Warner Brothers, and they oh. went, "Let's just, like I said, yeah. Ready Player One." Oh, yeah. Speaking, speaking of Jim Carrey, did you know that he cameoed in, in his own movie, Liar Liar, as as Fire Marshal Bill? Yeah. Yeah, 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 He's the only he's the only person in history to cam to bomb cameo bomb his own movie. Yeah. That's awesome. And he totally knew what he was doing too, because he was looking right at the camera. Yeah, yeah. When you watch it, he's looking right. He's like. Any of you that's over thirty will know what this is. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So I guess yeah. Anybody over thirty will know what Space Jam is. And, uh, yeah. But yeah, like it says, I mean, it's a new legacy. Be disappointed in the trailer. <laughs> the new legacy, kind of like how they did for the turtles. Are like, hey, you know. Yeah. Let's bring back. The... I. I was on board with it until the CGI. Rendering. That's and that's where I. I, it fell I would have I would have watched this if it was the same style as the original. Me too. Just yeah. Shitty green screen. But with 
But would kids now like that? I don't, I don't know. Think, I'm telling you right now that kids nowadays aren't going to give a fuck about this movie. They're not. They're, that's going to be. That was for us. And they fucking. They could have made so much money off of that if they made it for us. Yeah. But they didn't. So. Uh, they updated it and made it look cool. Jerks. Yeah. It is. I mean, it, it, it might be cool for the montage scene of all that. Iron Giant, all that shit. You know, so. Yeah. It might be funny, but yeah. I'm gonna be too busy sitting there going, Sonic what? the Hedgehog. Yeah. Why? Yeah. Yosemite Ugh. Sam. What the fuck? Yikes. They fucking Tasmanian Devils fucking CGI. Anyways. Yeah. So, that's all, folks. Yeah, that's legit. Um. All right. So we like uh, Animal Crossing, right? We like that. Um. Right? Yeah. All right. Have you met me? I'm out of this conversation. Uh. So. I don't so Mandy then um I don't know if you've seen no. this but there was a Animal Crossing horror short called Don't Peek uh online yes. um yeah. we'll pause so you can watch it real quick I'll be back Don't Peek Animal Crossing Great. horror short what did you think of it I <laughs> dug it up until they actually showed it You always uh, don't like you always don't like when they show you it huh I, I don't like. Showed it just quickly enough, though, that it wasn't. I like the concept of it wrapped up in the blanket and stuff. Like it's what you, I, I like this new concept, the the new age, what you can't see. Yeah. Concept of like right. it's there and it's right in front of your face, but you still can't see it. Yeah. Like this humanoid shape wrapped in blankets right there in her face. Like that to me was scarier than when they showed it. Like it was like, ah, oh. kind of thing. I was like too much. Uh, I was hoping so... like the blankets were going to grab her. Like it made me think of the frighteners. Yeah. A little bit when he's popping out of like the walls and shit. And it's like the shape of whatever, whatever it's coming through. Yeah. yeah and then you were like, oh, it's a actual monster. Damn it. <laughs> yeah, Damn it. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, they no, made I like that. the invisible plastic ride. Yeah. So it says uh, they made it with three people in a black magic pocket cinema camera during quarantine because uh, this came out um, right before Halloween 2020. Um, and it features Animal Crossing New Horizon. Uh, my favorite part of the whole thing is the cinematography and how it's shot with practical lighting of just the screen and then just to create depth the the lamp that's behind her just to break up and i feel like they created the atmosphere of with that um but it's being made into an actual uh feature now um yeah but there it's obviously going to change because you know the video game and all that stuff but uh you know it's the the haunted game creepy pasta is nothing new um, so they're saying, but uh, the Terry's going to be directing and Teamer uh, will produce. Um, so it says uh, the film is certainly not in line with Nintendo's family-friendly Animal Crossing. Uh, image will expect significant changes in the full release, but uh, you can follow development via Terry's Instagram account um, if you want to do nice. that. So if you go on uh, YouTube, just type in Don't Peek. Animal Crossing. So I did see this uh, uh, randomly, so I thought it was cool. And then I saw, like, months later that they were adapting it. And I it was the same reaction. I was like, come on. 
Like, it was cool as a short. And I'm like, okay. But it's cool that you can take an idea, you know, six-minute idea, and then get, you know, the chance to make another type of movie just right. based off of that. Like, yeah. the, you know, the, like, Laura Hasn't Slept. That was a short that got picked up by Paramount that's still in production now, which is cool because, you know, if uh, that leads me to believe that, you know, there's a chance for everybody. You know? Yeah, that's kind of so, what you strive for, right? Yeah. So. It takes that one right person to see something. Yeah. Um, yeah, I liked it. Real quick here, says Terrifier 2, which a lot of people are waiting for, will clock in at two gruesome hours of uh, mayhem and uh, all that stuff. So look out for that. So it says here, quote, this is the apocalypse now of indie horror films. So we'll see. It's a huh. big. That's a big sentence. So right. We'll, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see what they can. Uh, they can do because I'm. I, I want to see it. I'm excited. Uh, it's a success story. You know, it is fully independent. So, you know, we'll see what they do. Oh yeah. So, and everybody likes art. Art the clown. Uh, and then our buddies over here at uh, Marketing Macabre. You all right, man? Oh, uh, we haven't told people that you you have blue he hair. Good. You got blue hair now, right? Blue hair and a it's porn star. It's quite stash. the interesting combo. Yeah, respect. To I want to look. I'm trying to look as unapproachable as possible. You look like a shitty fucking Joker. <laughs> Without Batman, crime has no punchline. So everybody gets stabbed. Aww. Has been acquired by. Bayview Entertainment. This comes from horrornews.net and our buddies at Marketing Macabre. So it says, Levon J. Pol Polinelli's from Catface Productions has been acquired uh, by Bayview. Um, so it says, starring Nick Page, Oliver, Daniel Buckle. Um, everybody gets stabbed up. Uh, it's kind of, uh, uh, it says here, this is what they say. It's a stupid movie about two stupid mates who stupidly begin murdering their friends because they think the world owes them something when it doesn't. A stupid, dark comedy exploring toxic masculinity. So I watched the trailer. It looks exactly like they they described it. So, But uh, if you go on hard, hardnews.net, you can uh, check it out. The artwork's pretty cool for the cover. Huh. Um, it's got like a Dr. Plague mask and all that stuff. But, uh, yeah, nice. it's definitely low budget, um, which, you know, has its place. And uh, some uh, cool special effects and that kind of kind of stuff. So. Yes, and if you're looking for high-quality special effects and prosthetics all year round, hit up Wuchi.com and use your discount code from us here at that strange show, Mandy Strange, M-A-N-D-I-E-S-T-R-A-N-G-E, for 15% off of your entire order. Yeah! I'll take 200 tickets, please. Now this is what I call a happy... And now for our feature presentation. The island is a totally different beast this time of year. What's going on down at West Beach? 
Well, got a bit of a fish problem. Strange activity lately, man. You about all them dead fish? What about Andy Gould's catch a few weeks back? Dead fish? Birds. Something's wrong. Something with the island. You know it, I know it. I just... I want to get to the bottom of it. You got to get him away from there. Pretty soon, someone's going to end up hurt. Emily! Listen to me! It's only gonna get worse! Somebody's gonna end up dead! You hear me? Baker and her cat overlords flash us a crazy cat lady titty. The circle jerk conspiracy theory. Living on the edge. Do you believe in the Block Island sound? Do it again. That was bullshit. <laughs> I want I want pageantry, goddammit. You were like you were just like living on the edge. I want a Bon Jovi fucking we're living on the edge. Well, first of all, that's not Bon Jovi, that's Aerosmith. Was it? Yeah. There's something <laughs> wrong with the world today. I'm holding on my dick. I hate Aerosmith, so that would make sense why I didn't know that. Uh, and Bon Jovi, if it wasn't in Young Guns 2, I don't know the song. No, Bon Jovi is uh, uh, that uh, he's the... Uh, hey, living on a prayer. Yeah, living on a prayer, but uh, something about riding in on a horse is made of That's steel. That's the Young Guns. Young Guns 2, every song was him. Yeah. That was for Young Gun. That was also for the deadliest catch. Yes. That's when he every song had a bound to count down, bound down, and the random spurs. Yeah. Ding, 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 ding. The steel horse. Motorcycle. Yeah. No. Yeah, but. Very good. I want one. But for deadliest catch, it was a boat. Yeah. Full of Norwegian crab. That's some scary ass shit. Or they were, I believe, wasn't Bon Jovi the wow wow? This thing is so. No, that's uh, that's Judas wow. Priest. No, that's not. <laughs> Fuck you. I'm breaking the law. Oh man. Bon Jovi wishes they were Judas Priest. <laughs> we're moving on. Living on the edge. Yeah, you know, circle jerk, living on and, the edge. And the time is <laughs> 12.01. Oh. Great Catskills. Yeah. What are we talking about here tonight? Oh, we're talking about how something lurks off the coast of Block Island, silently influencing the behavior of fisherman Tom Lynch. Mm-hmm. After suffering a series of violent outbursts, he unknowingly puts his family in grave Danger. What was it? What was it? Block Island Sound is a 2020 American science fiction horror thriller film. A lot of, a lot of genres there. Mm-hmm. Written and directed by Kevin McManus and Matthew McManus. Manus, Manus, Manus. And it's starring Michaela McManus. McManus. What? As Audrey. 
Yeah, this is a family business. That's this right. This is a family family affair. But you might know her from One Tree Hill, Law and Order, and uh, she's a, a a Warwick, Rhode Island native. She went okay. to NYU. Um, yeah, really. Yeah. So, but yeah, she's Audrey in this, and then we got Chris, Chris Sheffield as Harry. Uh, he is best known for playing the role of Ben in The Maze Runner and uh, Will Mason in The Last Ship. But he was also in the 2002 movie called The Rookie. You know that? With Dennis Quaid? I don't know. Is it? Yeah. Yeah, with Dennis Quaid. Holy shit. All right. A fucking trap. My, trap. my steel trap steel bullshit trap brain. For... You were... I thought Ryan, you were... is... Ryan is the person that you want to have on your team on Trivia Night. And he was also in... I don't know if you've seen this, but it was um, if you know this, this, this is cemented in real life, but the Stanford prison experiments. No. Yeah, look that up. Uh, he was familiar, in that. But... He was uh, Tom Thompson, prisoner 2093. Tom Thompson. Yeah, two last names. Two first names. Tom Thompson. <laughs> yeah. Then we got Jim Cummings as Dale. Um, Winnie the Pooh. Yeah. But uh, no, it's not Winnie the Pooh. Uh, oh. wrong, it's a different guy. He is the, uh, <laughs> the 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 writer and director and starred in uh, the Wolf of Snow Hollow, which I heard was awesome. He's been in a bunch of shit. Thirteen Cameras, where uh, uh, this guy um, starred in as well. Uh, and then we got Jeremy Holm as Kurt. You know him from The Ranger, you know him. House of Cards, and Silo, and the weirdest dinner ever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we got to do a uh, Patreon episode about that. You know Willie C. Carpenter? You know him? I No, I don't, but I also noticed that there's no character for him. It's just his name. Yeah. Uh, he played Willie in Jonestown. And he was called Lefty in Brawl in Cell Block 99. Neville, Neville Archambault is uh, Tom. Um you know, dear the girl. But uh, he was a creepy character in the movie 13 Cameras and 14 Cameras. I don't know if you guys have seen those. Are these two separate movies? One's called 13 Cameras and one's called 14 Cameras? Yeah, yeah. 14 Cameras came out in 2013. and then Is uh, that the sequel to 13 Cameras? Uh, it's, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and then he was a townie in the Wolf of Snow Hollow. So these guys are the family business, and they seem to all work together but uh yeah was this movie awesome i enjoyed it i enjoyed it no i'm gonna go ahead i'm gonna say this movie was awesome yeah i i i it, it was awesome to me uh because i mean what drew to you know obviously what for me what drew me to this obviously was on netflix it's free it was a new release and then our buddy jeremy home i noticed that he was involved in it and uh I read the premise, so I was like, all right, cool. Sounds pretty cool. And I was surprised. So my initial thought was, like, you know, sci-fi, thriller, all that shit. I'm like, that sounds like something I would enjoy. I went into this completely blind. I knew nothing about it. I actually think... Same. I think you may have mentioned it to me a little bit ago. Yeah. And I wasn't paying attention, shocker, but... um. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and then I think we ran like I mean it's not random because you sub you subliminally put it into my brain, but we saw it on Netflix too, and it looked good, and it had a really high. 
I mean, I'm not going to lie. I do base some of my collections on Netflix based upon the rating. Of course. And, and take people's opinions. Usually right. it's right. Sometimes it's like I people must have been on something watching this to think this was good. But, you were smoking the uh, marijuana and you were addicted to it. We Well, <laughs> I, this was one of the ones where we throw on the trailer. And yeah. Like, All right. We're looking for something creepy, but not too horror-esque to watch. And yeah. the trailer made it seem... Like it was going to be atmospheric, which was kind of what we were looking for. I really love the less is more, but it's not less is more because it goes very grandiose. Three, two, one. Spoilers are coming. Yeah. I did that backwards. We're supposed to do the countdown after that. But um, I want to discuss this film. I really love the fact that they don't show any aliens or ufos in this yeah i was so happy with their choice for that because i was waiting for it to happen and that was one of those things where you know the i'm a big uh fucking crybaby about the last 30 seconds of movies ruining movies and that's i was worried about it forever they never did it yeah no that was one of the best aspects about this film to me yeah I agree. Well, that, that was like the thing, because, like, you know, science fiction, horror, all that stuff. I mean, the movie opens up with a fucking growl. So I'm thinking, and they're showing the sea, all this stuff. So I'm like, I, I was expecting, like, a like a creature feature, you know, sea monster type deal, something, attacked, right. you know, from the sea, you know. And then mm-hmm. they start talking about, uh, you know, the, the circle jerk conspiracy friend starts talking about, you know, hosts. And invading organisms and all that stuff and you know then i'm thinking like you know mind control type deal and then you know they start presenting all that you know even with yeah the mercy killing and the notion of having mercy like you know five minutes into the movie you know what i mean so i thought they were throwing a red herring at me with the crazy friend on the side and i thought that was i honestly was watching that transpired thinking that that was misdirection because i was on the same boat as you where i was like there's something out in the water which yeah, there is there is but it wasn't the direction correct because i think at one point it like finally clicked and i was like it's aliens it's fucking aliens yeah. they're doing aliens yeah. i thought it was going to be something paranormal and it is paranormal there is paranormal aspects in this film well i mean the, dad, the dad's growling at the dogs and it's the same sound from right. the beginning of the movie, so you've seen like, like, so like, like I said, the atmosphere has invaded or like that it dynamic. Looks, yeah. Sorry, it looks like a possession. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. very unsettling in that way yeah. it, when it kicks off. I think. Yeah. You know, and then and then it cements some stuff that that's happened in real life with all the fish washing ashore. The birds fucking just dying, you know what I mean? And, you know, and that kind of stuff. And, like, you know, even, like, the mom, you know, is she does, like, some sort of animal conservation type deal or whatever her actual, you know. Um, but, you know, the son knows that something's up with the dad. And, and that was the other thing because they placed, not only was he having to deal with, like, the dad, like, going crazy, quote, unquote. But, like, right. he was there the whole time by himself. And then, like, when his sister comes and then his other sister and then her friend. And then, like, they they had, like, a real, like, you know, because you, you have family members that you don't fuck with. 
You know what I mean? They come in. It's like, like he says, like, dude, I've I've been here with dad by myself. You you just right. gonna come and say I'm not doing, you know, like it's not my fault that he's fucking slipping. And because at the at the beginning they're saying dementia, they're saying all this other stuff, right? You know, and it's like, but unknown to them, the dad's fucking being like a puppet. You know what I mean? Right now, now this is where I wanted uh, I wanted to bring up is I don't know if I missed it or if it wasn't fully explained to me. I didn't feel like it was fully explained. But what do you think was going on exactly with them? Do you think they were the subject of implants and influence to make them turn into these kind of like almost like they're tuning in and out? Yeah, kind of like a switch of their brain. Yeah, like they're like like using us as like walkie talkies. Essentially, like they're like he's like fine one second and then like like a let's say like the old joke from movies of like a, a vet with a plate in his head going near a microwave and it like yeah. sets like every time they're around electronics they're able like almost like they're beaming a signal into the brain. Yeah. And now it's and now it's them talking through him. Hello, Earthling. How are you today? I've come to probe you. Yeah, I don't know if they, like, they didn't pinpoint that, but, yeah, I definitely got that, too, because, like, with the DVD player, the radio not being able to work, like, all the stuff, there was interference for sure, or some sort of kind of beaming, you know. Or do you think that they eventually took him over completely and he was, in fact, not even him? No, I don't think it was in like I don't think it was like that because like they created hallucinations because the dad was buried, you right? Know what I mean, so like but dad, they, well, that was the paranormal aspect. Yeah, it was now now the dad's ghost is fucking yeah. locked. But I feel like they they know that they use the dad's image for just to maintain like familiarity, and like so do you think yeah. that they were taking you up and putting putting a chip in your fucking brain? Yeah, I think so. Like. Now we're connected to you. We're gonna hit the on button, and that's when we'll be in there. Yeah, yeah. I think that that's what was going on because if you notice, there was like once Dad got, um, because this is the thing. Like I, I don't think, and this is what I was thinking. Like, I think the Dad killed himself. I don't think that the Dad died. Like he realized what was going on and was like, fucking ending yeah. it. Yeah, because I think before, because you remember like. All right, so we're jumping to the end. Because, like, all right, so his dad was all fucked up. They found him on the beach. What's all these bruising and all this shit? And I think that what the the explanation that the doctor gave him was just that. I think your his body was beaten up on the rocks. Um, but I think that he committed suicide because there was, like, instances where, you know, once, once Scuba Steve, uh, Harry, goes exploring, um, and then he gets the uh, humanoids from the deep shit cloud, you know, yep. and then he wakes up on the boat, you know, and the next scene he's got pink eye. And, uh, you know, I'm like, someone definitely shit clouded, you know, him down there because he's now been worked over. You know what I mean? Because he was in the sea and then he wakes up on the boat. So there was some manifestation of someone fucking with him. And like you said, maybe doing an implant thing where now they can beam 
some shit into him. And I think that uh, once the father, like, realized, like, because I feel like the father was being coached to bring them his son. And I think that that was too much for him. And he decided to, you know, clock out. And then the son was taken over just because he was there, you know, looking in that same area. Well, they seem to be moving down the line. They started with yeah. the old with the old man, then they wanted the young man, and then they wanted a girl. Yeah. Because it didn't matter who the girl was. Correct. They just wanted a girl. Yeah. Well that but was the thing. We've already looked at we've already looked at the men. Let's do yeah. the ladies now. And I think that that's because they started, you know, that they had another dog, you know, the deer, those different animals, like you said. But yeah, I think and like like the conspiracy friend comes back into this, you know. Um, you know, he's dropping just fucking golden nuggets, you know, like the dead birds, dead fish, your dad in the water. It's all connected. You know what I mean? Like, you know, and then I mean, and that even the part where he throws up baby Cthulhu's, you know, it was like, a, I, I said, or did he? You know what I mean? Was that like a, just like a, a, a like your body fucking with you telling you like, hey, there's something foreign in you. You need to expel or fight. You know what I mean? And then, because, like, immediately after that, there was the dad flash again. You know what I mean? And I feel like that was, like, the aliens, like, pinpointing, like, okay, he's on to us. And then, like, let's give him, like, you know, bring him back to us type of deal. Because, like, after that, the sisters are just talking shit to him. And he's telling them, he's like, just... I, I don't feel right. You know, like. I'm... Yeah. And they're like, oh, you're being a bitch. <laughs> like, fuck it. What what I really loved about this movie was the sequences of essentially being beamed up. Yeah. Oh, my I favorite. Th- what I loved about that was that it was a fresh take on a, on a, on an abduction because usually you get the old school, the beam of light yeah. and the vibrating up and everything, and in this it's just fucking free for all. Yeah. And 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 uh, I don't want to say I'd like to think, but that's kind of how I always imagined that scenario really playing out. It was just they don't want you to know that you're getting taken. Yeah. You're just gonna go, boop, up I go. Yeah. This was a fair representation of alien abduction. I do believe that. Like I mean, I mean the whole way it played out with the bruising on the body and the the, hallucin- the hallucinations and the constant constant paranoia stream. Yeah, because I, I yeah, I feel like that's the thing cuz like I mean, we've seen like, you know, we have movies like Fire in the Sky where where it was fucking horrendous. Don't don't ever say that movie to me again. That movie terrifies yeah. me. So, like, you know, we have movies like that where they show, you know, like, where they're very invasive, very, very surgical, like, methodical about... No care to our physical... Yeah. So, like, you know, um, and that was the thing, because, like, the connection with, like, the environment and all that stuff, I felt like, yeah, it would be, like, you know, where they would suck us up and then, like, drop us down or whatever the fuck may be. But yeah, I did. That was like my favorite part of it. Were in the, the the sound design of that impending, like, I guess doom or like whatever the you know, um, was cool because like all the stuff, the little minute, the hook started coming up first, and then it was like they increased the pull power, of whatever you know system they had, and then they're, 
and it's just free falling through the air upwards. You know what I mean? So it's like I didn't get why it didn't lift the boat up. Because I think that they're just like they don't like they get a harness specific, and that's why I feel like, like that's too big. Damn it! Yeah, and I feel like um, I think that that's what they like. They're pinpointing to the human. But everything else is just collateral. Because, like, if you notice, they drop everything else, but not him right away. No, the fish, so, everything rains yeah. down. Yeah. So, and that was, like, the thing. To go back to, like, the dad, where I was like, is it a dad ghost or is it a brain worm? You know what I mean? Because he did throw that shit up. So, like, was that real? Or was that, like, a, a, a is he the host to, like, like uh, you know, that movie, The Puppet Master with uh, Sutherland? Where they had this yeah. thing in the back, big worm thing. Fucking yeah, yeah, yeah. Was it something like that, but like more internal, you know? Because I mean, he does succumb to their demands until because well, they, I, I think that they were purposely, mentally fucking with him, yeah, to keep him because he's they broke him. Yeah, they did. So I think the point is, is they were probably well aware of our psyche and how our brains work because that probably would have been the first thing that they did. Was figure out the computer that runs the machine. Yeah. And they probably were fucking with him to just keep him completely on edge, secluding himself away from everything because that would just make it easier. And then they're throwing the dad in there. Yeah. Because, like, he even went to try to get, like, psychological help on this, you know, with the fucking, what was it, potato dumpling porcupine fucking bullshit. Yeah. Yeah, you know, and it was like an M- the MRI scan where I was like, oof, like, you know, and then here's the growl again, you know, and then she's like, yeah, it's magnets, bitch. You got fucking uh, the electromagnetic pulses frying your brain, man. <laughs> you got to move. And he's like, fuck you. I'm not moving. I was here first. There was one part because he was still trying to maintain like some semblance of like connecting so like, because he knew he was fucked up, and he knew, like, his thought process was, like, not of his doing, where he went back to Dale D'Antoni, goes busting on the beach, and he's like, oh, dude, I got all I got all the files on the shit you're talking about. Like, let's go to my garage. And then even then, he's like, when he leaves his buddy, he's like, well, he's fucking crazy, too. So it was like, <laughs> you know, so... Well, it seemed like he wanted to believe that it was just his dad's mental state, that it was just, it was dementia. Yeah. Like, he was the one that was, like, the most in denial about all of it. Like, he was willing to accept the fact that he might just be crazy because his dad was crazy. Right. Yeah, for sure. Until that shit started making him, like, fucking try to grab his niece, and then he's just like, I'm smashing everything. Yeah. Like, he... He flipped the switch on that whole thing because at first he's like, you're fucking nuts to his sister. I'm not getting rid of all of my electronics. And then all of a sudden he's smashing them outside. Yeah. But, oh, one highlight is uh, Jeremy Holmes' section to me. Where... This little crazy, crazy man living in the trailer out in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. Because, you know, when he's like, oh, I don't got that. I don't have issues with, with, elect- with magnets. I like magnets. You know, what I have an issue is with with them trying to control me. Like, one moment I had a, I was bringing my cat on a rendezvous, feeding them 
beating up my cat. And then I had a, then next thing I know, I got a homeless cat lady in my back seat. And I was like, you need to get your brother the fuck out of there because they're going to rip you apart, staple you back together, and someone's going to fucking die. And then even the sister's like, oh, this guy's crazy too. So it's like, there's so many, like, because it's so unbelievable. You know what I mean? Like, right. How would you react? Yeah. Did you, did you, so you took him as legit. It wasn't, he wasn't actually, because that's where I feel like they kind of tried to fuck with you a little bit was like, are all of these people really experiencing this or is this just personal? Like the friend they paint, like I took it as like what it is. It, this stuff's all a hundred percent real and happening to these people. But I love the fact that they tried to give you the whole, the friend who's literally telling you in the beginning of the movie what it is. Right. But they paint him as such a crazy person that you're sitting there going like, this guy's, oh, he's the comic relief. He's the crazy man. We all have a friend like this. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and then you get to Jeremy home. Who's got, you know, he's eating, he's eating canned beans by fucking that. He's cold canned beans out of the can by, by lantern light in the middle of a, in the middle of the woods. Yeah. Yeah. And he, they make him come off as fucking nuts. Because it's it is a unbelievable phenomenon. We should have right. we should we should have had Tom DeLong on this episode. Yeah. Talk to him. Yeah. But you know, that's the thing. Like that part when Kurt comes in, explaining like, here's what's going on. I had to get the fuck away from there because it's centralized to that area. Um, you know, and then they're. Explaining, he's explaining everything there all while Harry's getting asked to feed Emily, you know, the little girl to the growl or any girl at that point, you know, and, uh, you know, it's like, it's like the, the building of the tension of that, you know, because you're like, you're, they're trying to write off Jeremy Holmes, like depiction of it and all that stuff all while it's actually happening across town, you know. To, to, to the person who's fucking affected by it, you know, because like at this point, Harry is is their grub hub, you know what I mean? Like fucking growler eats, you know, <laughs> but you know, he's got 30 seconds or the pizza's free basically because fucking he, get, he gets out of there like a bat out of hell, he, does. he heads right to the spot, yeah. So, and like the thing is, like, they, then here comes the floating up in a way, but. Again, you know, because because he does succumb to it. Right. He does succumb to it. And there's a part because he leaves. He almost runs that lady over, tries to grab her. So he's already like, OK, you're not my niece, so I'll I'll grab you. But then that lady fucks off. And then then he's like, OK, because if you notice his body. Seems like it's. Like, he looks like, I mean, I know he crashed, but, like, he looks like he's bleeding out of his nose. Like, he's being, like, his brain, he has brain bleed. You know what I mean? Because right. he's just dripping yeah. blood out of his fucking nose. Because well, now that he's not giving them what they want, so they're cranking that shit to yeah. 11. Yeah. So they're like, all right, now we're going to make it unfucking bearable for yeah. you. So you give us what we want. Yep. Like, you know what this is now. Yeah. So... You know, and uh, I honestly, at the beginning of this movie, I thought it was going to be something tied into the fucking windmills. 
I was very happy that it wasn't. I yeah. thought it was because they put so much emphasis on it. Yeah. yeah. That they were there, and he's like, I'm not leaving. Fucking windmills can leave. Yeah, yeah. And I, was, all I, could, I was here first. And then it was all the electronics and shit, so I was very, very pleased that it went the alien route. Yeah. And like you said, uh, less is more. Because uh, halfway through this movie, I was like, they better show a creature. But that was because I wanted to see a sea creature. Once, once it flipped and I realized that it was aliens, I was like, don't show me no fucking Fargo right. UFOs. Don't show me no fucking. Now, honestly, was thinking electromagnetic maybe or sea creatures or sirens. Or I think, Mandy, you even suggested sirens in the beginning of it. Yeah. Um, when, we, when it first started to get it, going. It definitely had that. I think everyone... You too, Angel. We all got some sort of sea creature or siren vibe in the beginning, it, for sure. It never fully occurred to me until they pulled, till he pulled out into the water and shit started going skyward. Right. I was like, it's fucking yeah. aliens. Right. Yeah. And that was like, that was like, what, an hour? Because, I mean, the movie sets, like, you know, the pacing of this movie is trudges along because it sets everything up because I feel like with dealing with something like this, like, with someone's mind slipping or their psyche or you're questioning like yep. people's motives yep. like you have to right. move at that slow pace you know what exactly. i mean exactly um so it was like an hour 15 minutes before we had our first fucking suck up into the sky they need, they needed you to be like what the fuck is going on here and then the, there was one thing uh the little girl did she look like a grown up to you like a mini grown up Little, I don't know what em, you're em, Emily, Emily, the little girl. The girl. The girl. Did she looked like a little. I mean, I guess, yeah. I mean, yeah, she had like grown up eyebrows. I don't know, sign up like she looked like a like a small grown up. Yeah, that's just Gen Z. A future yeah. Karen. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was so scared, Baba. Cause you freaking fricks just can't ever be quenched. You're. And your fantasies can't ever be quenched, can they? You freaking freaks! What will you learn? What will you learn? That your actions have consequences! The end to this was, uh, you know, like, he, he succumbs to it. He brings the little girl on the boat. They're fucking losing their shit. Um, I did like that he was fucking gone. He wasn't there anymore. No. They, they got to the point with him that they were trying to get with the dad. Yeah. And I, I feel like, you know, and that was like the thing, like, you know, where it was like aliens, you know, and the mom. And then, you know, and I think we talked about this before we were recording. Like, I liked how they closed it out with the mom explaining her job. And it was attributed to the same things that they were being done to them. Yeah, just different, grander scale. Yeah. You know, sometimes it, we grab a fish and we hold them for a couple of days. And we release it back. Yeah. It's me. And, and then my... that's and then that's when the last five seconds of the movie happened. And I was like, why? When they showed the sister go plunk. So are we hinting at a possible continuation of the story? Because now, si now the brother's done. Yeah, right. the brother's fucked. Brother's done. Brother's dead or... He's he's fucking they they used him up. So now is the sister being dropped back as the new? I don't think so. I think they just I think they got what they 
is right. she pregnant now with a bit with an alien baby? Come on, that happens. That's in those alien stories. They That's impregnate that. the women. They said, "Girl." That's how we got Maggie Simpson. Yeah. So. <laughs> oh man. Uh, yeah, but I mean, I like that. I like that they dropped her back off because the explanation that she was given, like, yes, it's mean, it's scary, it's fucking invasive, but it's necessary to help, you know, the continuation of the environment or that species and to help move forward. You know what I mean? But. And I mean that that goes to you know we had a discussion about, and I think I said something about Neil deGrasse Tyson where he said that uh, he said something about the ants and magnifying glasses. Uh, he said that um, if an uh, aliens in relation to us, when somebody asked him if there's if he believed in aliens, and he said, "Yeah, why would this happen here and not happen anywhere else on a different level?" Yeah, and they said, "Why aren't they here?" now interacting with us and he said when you're walking through the park and you come across an ant mound do you stop and play with the ants or do you just see it and then continue on your way because they're ants yeah. and that you just hope that one day that it's not the kid with the magnifying glass which yeah. I said to you is one of the most terrifying things yeah. I've ever heard a fucking legit fucking physicist say Asterisk. Like, oh, that's a possibility. Like, well, hold on, sir. Is that possible? I don't know. You don't want to find He's out. He's like, though. I don't know, baby. Anything's possible. Yeah. But I thought that uh, this movie, it delivered to me. You know, the plot points are great. I love I love a, a, a good fucking sci-fi, you know. Oh, we know. Um, <laughs> pacing, I thought, was spot on for the story. Uh, believability, sure. I believe there's aliens, you know. Uh, what about there the- are. The government told us. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I the effects subtle, but fucking cool. I agree with you. Subtle but effective. Yeah. I so. I enjoyed watching it. The Block Island sound. Hooray! Hooray! <laughs> Hooray! I mean, alien abductions are scary to begin with. I don't know if uh, right. like you've ever gone down those rabbit holes. I don't like to, because no, honestly, out of, sleep at night. out of a lot of things, those are the stories that scare the fuck out of Dude. me, like waking up in your bed surrounded by the whole concept of gray, of the grays. Yeah. Fucking, like, to have, I mean, Ghost Adventures even had an episode that they randomly did a grays one, and they even treated it like, that's the scariest shit. <laughs> like, even they were scared, and they make everything happen on their show. Yeah. I wanna. There's a. There's another movie that I, I've had my eye on. It's an older movie, Dark Skies. It's got not that great. It's not that great. No, I heard it's it. Not that... You've seen it. All right. Sorry. Right. I. I only because as someone described, there was like a really scary scene in it, and I wanted to to see it. No, if I if I had to go back and rewatch an alien movie, it's always Fire in the Sky because oh, that movie scares the living shit out of me. Yeah. Or uh, there's another one, and I can't remember what the fuck it's called, but it's supposed to be, like, intersplicing real uh, recorded footage of people under deep hypnosis with a storyline. I think Carrie Russell's uh, in it. That's Dark Skies. Is that Dark Skies? Yeah. 
Oh, well, then it was good. And yes. I got to confuse with something else. <laughs> yeah. Dark, I, thought that was, I thought that was called like, that something That was terrible, else. but there's this movie that I did. I thought like... that was something else. No, yeah, this, like has, like... this has uh, Dark Skies has Carrie Russell, Josh Hamilton, J.K. Simmons, produced by Jason Blum. But it has the grays in it. That was one of the reasons why it was brought up to me. It's like, yeah, I le- legit fucking, like, alien abduction shit is fucking. We interrupt our program to bring you this important message. Ah, I don't know why it brought me to this, Dark Skies. A whole nother UFO conspiracy theory-based sci-fi television series. Oh, no, not that. Also, check out Skinwalker Ranch stuff if you know anything about that. That shit's fucking weird shit, too. And if you want a family fun, Close Encounters of a Third Kind. I think I'm thinking of a different movie, and I can't think of what the fuck it's called. It's like real footage of hypnosis patients that were abducted, Mm -hmm. and it's interspliced. It shows them, like, the movie is them sitting down with the shrink, and then it cuts to the actual video of them under hypnosis, the real people. And it was just so fucking, like, horrific to watch these people, like, contort their bodies and fucking... As they're digging out of their brains, like, it's that... uh, that deep shit mm-hmm. where they're trying to pull it out and people are remembering what happened to them during you, the abduction. Are you talking about the fourth kind? Is that it? Is that the one I'm thinking of? With uh, Mila Jovovich. All right, that was it. I, wrong, wrong white bitch. Got it wrong. <laughs> yeah, it's a pseudo documentary. This one's it. Before, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that one movie, was that one was good. Fourth kind was fourth good. Fourth kind was fucking creepy as hell. Yeah. I believe that's all for this week's auditory debauchery. Yeah. Am I am I right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Streamy apps. Yeah, sexy streamies, bro. You can follow us, subscribe, and leave a rating. That's right. You get nothing out of it, but it gives us a major erection. Uh, also, make sure you check us out at What Is That Noise on Hellfire Radio. Got a new episode every week. Don't forget to follow us on social media at That Strange Show. Yeah, tell your grandma. And remember, strange is better.
For more shows like the one you just heard, check out the Dorkening Podcast Network at thedorkening.com.